More schools are adding equity programs into teacher training and curriculum as the country grapples with systemic racism. But that's also brought some backlash from people who think the work is divisive. School administrators say some discomfort is expected, but a more vocal resistance is on the rise. WBEZ's Susie Ahn shares what's happening in one suburban district. Back in February, Dina Simmons was the keynote speaker for an equity and inclusion session hosted by the Naperville School District. I spoke about the importance of self-care and community care. An anonymous teacher took issue with the program, which also covered anti-racist teaching and experiences of marginalized groups. The teacher took some of Simmons' materials to The Federalist, a conservative online magazine. Simmons said an article misrepresented her and the work of the district. It was the first time I've ever received so much hate mail And an article, several articles that, you know, were aimed to discredit me um, and threats. She says some of the messages read, quote, go back to Africa or that she was racist. Simmons says this reflects what's happening nationally. Over the past few years, more schools have incorporated diversity, equity and inclusion programs into their missions. And it accelerated after the murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis. The rise in DEI programs was followed by a major backlash in some places, including at the federal level. When former President Trump was in office, he was trying to, you know, put put in an executive order where we should put an end to diversity training because it separates people. She says that rhetoric against anti-racism work continues. In Oklahoma, the state house recently approved a bill that would ban teaching critical race theory in schools. The Biden administration proposed a grant program for teaching U.S. history that prioritizes efforts that reflect the diversity of all students. A number of House Republicans criticized it, saying it's divisive. Naperville School District administrators also received harassing messages following the February seminar, including an email that said the superintendent was, quote, lying subhuman scum who needed to be protested while out with his family. Another said the district should get rid of, quote, all the black bigots. Superintendent Dan Bridges says he's taken aback by these hateful messages especially since the district is in its third year of equity work. We've heard from a couple individuals from time to time questioning and wondering really the relevance or the purpose of our work. Uh, Dr. Leakes and I have both met with some individuals. Again, this work is ongoing for us. We've not had the type of reaction that we've had recently. The district hired Dr. Rakita Leakes as head of diversity and inclusion a few years ago. Leakes asks staff to be open to learning something that might feel uncomfortable, but to feel safe asking questions. Even something like white privilege, in no way is this about shame and blame. None of the work that we're doing is about shame and blame. It is about being critically self-reflective. The school district isn't following a trend. They say its DEI initiative is out of necessity. For example, a white high school student posted a Craigslist ad trying to sell a black student a couple of years ago. Superintendent Bridges says it's sad that the equity efforts are viewed as divisive when it's really about the success of students. He says it's about the district trying to eliminate systemic inequities. We're a very high achieving school district. But when you peel that onion back a little bit and take a much closer look, you see that there's some pretty significant opportunity and achievement gaps. You look at some of the other data in in our school district, and we have disproportionate suspension rates. Bridges says overwhelmingly there is support from the school board and staff for this work. It's been a small number who disagree, and a lot of the hateful messages appear to be coming from outside of the community. Dina Simmons says what's happening now can't just be reduced to partisanship. This resistance has always existed at some level, but she says there's hope. The people who attacked her didn't take the time to consider her as a person. It may sound Pollyanna-ish, but she thinks the simple act of spending time with a person should be the baseline. I'm not saying that we have to agree. I'm saying that we at least need to acknowledge, respect, 
and recognize another's humanity. Suzy on WBEZ News.